Have you ever sent a text message to the wrong person? <laughs> yeah, I have actually. It was, it was awful. Oh, God. I, I sent one uh, insulting uh, girlfriend at the time to my girlfriend. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's rough. No, it was furious. Uh, no, this uh, was about, no, this was about 15, 20 years ago. Ooh, so, you got um, on that texting. I've only owned a phone for um, seven weeks. Yeah, it was just, which raises many questions, but <laughs> I haven't got time to get into all of those right now. <laughs> You've been texting um, the wrong Paul <laughs> coming to Summers this Christmas. <laughs> what has he been texting with? <laughs> I get great reception on my cock. <laughs> to Happy Madison production. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell from the ground up. Always welcomes upsy downies. I'm Paul Salt. I'm a pretty damn good underwater talker. Oh, yeah. You, should, you ought to see him, folks. That's what the ladies always told me. Barely swallows any of it. You can resuscitate him in, oh, five minutes easy. <clears throat> He's a pro. I do have to drown, but the things I say in the water. <laughs> got, got, got the fish losing it, mate. It has to be your last words. <laughs> it's the only way God has granted you this ability. It's a cruel ability in many ways, <laughs> but it's one that I, I take very lightly. <laughs> any excuse. I seen him do it in a glass of water. <laughs> God, it is the absolute end of recommendations month. And how better to bring this gaping asshole to a close than the cinematic equivalent of having forceps, forceps yanked out? It's a Happy Madison production. Paul, who Hooray. did this to us? Oh, this is re- recommended by my awful friend Nick. Um, his <laughs> wife Stacy chose this film one film night of theirs, and now she's not allowed to choose films or even talk or think about films. So, um, yeah, thanks, Stacy. Yeah. She she lives in a shack now on the on the moors and um he look he looks after the kids um with you know a stoic smile but you know he's he's hurting inside mostly because of the wrong missy so thanks Stacy and thanks Nick also the fact he's had to, having to live out there on the moors with the wolves prowl Arsenal fans everywhere they don't even there's nowhere near they just got lost on the way to <laughs> they haven't you know. the legend is that they'll one day find their way home but until then they roam the countryside around Nick's house um. <laughs> Just too busy trying to walk in. <laughs> oh, fucking great. It is the 2020 extended Sandler family holiday, The Wrong Missy. <laughs> Missy, what are you doing here? That text from you was wonderful. I screwed up so huge. Remember that crazy blind date I had? Nothing you could ever do would disappoint me. I love you. This whole time I thought I was texting my dream girl. <laughs> I was texting that crazy girl. To the best weekend ever. <laughs> Oh my god! Are you rich? I made it! Yeah. All my teachers can eat my asshole! You're obsessed with me. We're either gonna end up married or I'm gonna end up dead in a ravine somewhere. What? I'm down for either. You wanna prove to me that Adam Sandler gives a shit about any of his output? Set one of these in Dulwich, you prick. <laughs> Come on, we're waiting. In Dulwich. <laughs> I wanna see all the glam shots of Dulwich. <laughs> <laughs> It's the market. <laughs> and the bookies. You go from one to the other. Until <laughs> then you die. Until you're sleepy enough to fall asleep in the ditch. <laughs> Just stay off the moors. Ooh. 
<laughs> the Dunnage Moors. There are no notes on the production history because it was conceived the way all of these films are. Adam Sandler called around some hotels. He got a sweet promotional <laughs> deal and then wrote out the plot um, of whatever episode of Who's the Boss happened to be on television that night. <laughs> and punctuated it with pratfalls, sex jokes, and the word fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, in, in other films are fine. <laughs> it's how this thing can work. It's um, necessity is the mother of invention. But um, what's mm-hmm. the opposite of necessity? When you just have everything you want. Decessity. Decessity is the father yeah. of all fuck-ups. Here is its bastard offspring. Critics did their mm. half of this common transaction by reviewing it poorly. Everyone got paid, and the only damage done was to cinema. <laughs> Amy Nicholson over at the New York Times said, Lapkus embarrasses herself with confidence. Her full-throttle verve transcends the script like a water skier leaping over a great white. I assume she means pile of shit. A great white pile of shit from a, <laughs> from a, from a, from a huge guy, like a giant, who <laughs> has only eaten... Fish and chips. Something, yeah. <laughs> the sickest Speaking man. from experience. It's so pale, it's completely devoid of colour. <laughs> there are no nutrients here to colour this brown. <laughs> confidence, confidence, Paul, it gets you far. Fuck yeah, absolutely. If, if this film proves nothing else, is that if you just lean into it, you can really do a lot of good. Public, meanwhile, uh, it's another mm. long one, so let's just get right into it. Okay. <laughs> Kurt Steven at Google gave it three stars and said, Ooh. let's face it. Since Happy Gilmore, Adam Sandler has tried for years to push the comedy envelope, playing the fool. But Adam Sandler is no fool. Rather, he is a highly intelligent and thoughtful comedian. You don't get Henry Winkler on board if you are a fool. (coughs) At first, this movie is tough to watch as a guy, because all social norms are broken. But if you stick in there, and breathe, and ride the wave, by the end you will realise that once again, Adam Sandler, via comedy, challenges your own beliefs. He even addresses some of the real issues within organisations, and digs at the ability of the Human Resources Development Employees, HRM, have to dig into your personal life. Change that password now. It's all a conspiracy. A conspiracy. Check the files. You'll find Kevin Kevin Spacey? Oh, God, he's in there. (laughs) Jesus, it's true. No! (laughs) Oh, God. It was all (laughs) planned from the beginning. Um, If you make it past half... Wow. That's definitely past halfway. But if you make it past halfway... Okay. Um, and the real Missy returns, you will realise that this film is a brilliant platform for addressing social norms, and need those addressed, and our expectations about life. You go from watching the film to a position where you start to question yourself, your level of judgement, and then a tear might start to roll down your cheek, and a desire for action, and a moment where you stop watching the film, and I repeat, you actually see you. Okay. Now, you really start watching the film. <laughs> you actually pay attention to it. <laughs> Adam, thank you for taking the risk to change people's lives and challenge the way we think. Shalom, Kurt. Now, I don't know how <laughs> sincere any of that is. It's, it's hard to say. At times yeah. I thought that, yeah, it was straight up parody, and at yeah. times I thought, no, this guy is as sincere as <laughs> This a guy's sincere a fucking brick. idiot. And that's really what we all aspire to. I really don't want people to know, God, this guy's a comedic genius or a lunatic, dangerous lunatic. Yeah, he's a regular Andy Kaufman. Now, I just want to take the time away from this review uh-huh. to thank Donald Trump for, for bringing our attention to attitudes know, right? of fascism and, and misogyny. <laughs> Do you and, see and, now and... how easy it is to become president, says Donald Trump? Something must be put in place, some sort of basic competency test. I really do think that's what he was doing. He's a genius and um, <laughs> he's a gentle and thoughtful comedian as well. Yeah, and I'm going to stand by forever, probably. Yeah. Now, it's a Happy Madison production, so doing the three minutes is going to be a fucking ordeal. Um, I have 11 people here to get through. Jesus Christ. We can always speed it up. 
Yeah, can you guess any of them before I just list? Uh, just three men or five men, six men? Oh, yeah, everything. Okay, so Jackie Sandler, obviously. Yep, she's here. She's an um, eight man. <laughs> she's an eight man. Um, <laughs> is Jared Sandler a three man at this yep, stage? Yep, 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 yep. Do you know who he is in the movie? He's the he's the assistant, I think, to Oh, um, the one who was made Jack to face the Winston. tree. No, that was... Um, oh. I've, no, I, I also, we also had this issue. We, I, I brought up two pictures with Nell and I said, is this the Sarah Chalk's boy, uh, husband in this movie or is it the coffee boy? Oh, God. Um, we weren't sure, but we found the other... We found Jared Sandler and he's God. the coffee boy. Your ability to tell identical white people apart is floundering. Maybe you've got it, some kryptonite about. <laughs> maybe I've got some, some ketamine about. It's always <laughs> dummy day. Um, Any other? I think... Oh, he was a five um, Okay. Oh, great. Okay. Well, I am going to just go ahead and say Jonathan Lufferin. Um, Jonathan Lufferin, Sixman. Alan Cover. Yep, Sixman. Rob Schneider. Yep. Oh, where have you gone? Foreman. Yep, anti vax advocate, uh, Rob Schneider. Come oh, in. fantastic. Coming in as well, a foreman. I'm glad he's in here representing uh, people who've been mutilated uh, in horrible accidents. Um, so. <laughs> you got, you're missing a big one. Two big ones. David David Spade, obviously. David Spade, foreman. David Spade is a foreman. Foreman um, of the Jew. David Spade, comma, foreman. Yep. Now, I don't know if Lauren Lap- Lapkus is. She was in Holmes yeah. and Watson. Oh, that's interesting. No, I don't have her here. Okay, cool. Well, Tuman. are there any r- more relatives of Sandler? There's one whose name has come up a lot. No more Sandlers. Okay. We're out of Sandlers, but there's one. Nick Swardson. Yes, there you go. Him? Nick Swardson, six okay. men. Absolute punk. Yep. Um... <laughs> And we've got one more? Uh, we've got one, two, three, four more. Four more, okay. But you got okay. most of these this is... breaks. This is very impressive. Is it the guy who plays Jack Winston? I don't know. Um, I don't have their credits. Okay. But there's, there's I've, look. I've got... I've got no, no, let, let me do this. I'm gonna, okay. I've got his fucking name here. You. I'm going to fucking do this. Um, <laughs> Jeff Pearson. No. Damn. There's one who's come up a bunch of times. He's behind Jackie Sandler <laughs> and... Um, no, he yeah, he's the second it's... most frequent. Is it Chris to Tony? There you go, Sevenman. Fuck yeah, Chris. I don't even know what you look like. <laughs> I did just see his name on the cast list, reminding me. Uh, I, could, I, I never, rem- I could never remember his name. But uh, right, I'm gonna. That was the first. That was the first time I actually had to be reminded of a name. So I'm right. gonna stop there. Okay. Uh, John Farley, Threeman. Don't know who that is. Uh, Robert Harvey. Oh, different. Uh, oh no. Yeah, Harvey and Farley. Okay. Okay. Different person. And <laughs> oh, then same guy. Uh, Jorge Garcia, who was. The only person who isn't a three-man because of Happy Madison. He was in Deck the Halls. Oh, great. He was in Deck the Halls. He was the chap from Lost. <laughs> oh, is it, um, maybe. Is that, uh, Hurley from Lost? I'm going to say yes. I've, I've only seen one, two episodes of Lost. <laughs> oh, you didn't check Hurley? He's like the biggest part of every episode. Oh, God. Aww. I didn't, I didn't. He, he was Hurley. He was Hurley. I've just checked. <laughs> this is great. Love it. Oh, free to a man. Free in a bush. Free. Look, the film has 33% on Rotten Tomatoes, 33% on Metacritic, and made enough money for Netflix to pay for two more Happy Madison films, including Hustle, produced by LeBron James. Ooh. Coming way too soon. So, Paul, you fuckfacer. Oh, fuck. What's one thing about this film that made you want to fuck with the Hellstar? So, oh, Christ. (laughs) David Spade does a very, he does an awkward face when he's asked for a dick pic. Oh, yeah. He goes, he goes, ooh, that was good. (laughs) That was good. You gotta get behind that. Yeah. I will say, I find David Spade quite endearing whenever he wasn't doing comedy, which was most of this film. Well, one of my good things, and I think it's it's good to start with a good thing. Um, yeah. Is he he looks like he's in that period of his life where he should be doing 
sort of sad indie films. Because <laughs> Yes, like, this is his he, lost in translation phase and as yeah. tragic as it is, because of the lot he's thrown in with, this is the this is as close to that as he's gonna get. Yeah, the first half of the movie when when he is a button down uh teetotal guy. Yeah. He's quite endearing, I thought. And before he starts drinking and falling off of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. just during reading the script, things like that. <laughs> reading the script, that was his first mistake. <laughs> Oh, yeah, God. I do appreciate though that Netflix is so confident that showing a picture of David Spade is the way to get me into this movie. They they could have done much worse, to be honest. <laughs> Here he is, folks. Come on, man. He he looks a bit pensive today. Ooh, is Ooh. he is he going to be a sad comic? <laughs> is this going to be a be... sad comic film? <gasps> who ever heard of a clown who cried? <laughs> One who bride maybe, but cried. <laughs> no one's gotten that far. <laughs> Let's find out. So. Um, before we start, can I just say I really fucking hate the Happy Madison logo. Yeah. Terrific. Really fills me with just ire every time I see it. I didn't hear any of that. I was too busy going, oh. <laughs> Drowned out the first several minutes of the film. <laughs> it was, incidentally, I love the first several minutes of this film. <laughs> If, if, if anything, it's one of my least favourite parts. Let's get into it. So yeah. um, we're in a bar and David Spade's there. Is, is yeah. this lost in translation? No. He's getting a text um, yeah. from a blind date saying, I'm um, I'm in a green dress and I've got black hair. Yeah. And uh, he goes over to the bar where she's sitting. It turned, and it's a, it's a chick who's been he's going out with this huge dude. He's not Jason Momoa, in spite of being Jason Momoa. Yeah. He lost the court case. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, oh, hey, it's Chelsea Peretti. Oh no. Nope, Lauren Lapkus. Great. Um, yeah, it's Lauren Lapkus playing Adam Sandler as a woman. That was so funny. You know what the best part is? You passed the test. What test? The testicle test. You showed some real nuts back there. I'm impressed, babe. It's cute. Real good. Hi, can I start you two with anything? Oh yeah. Let's have two tequilas, please, senorita. <laughs> Actually... Stop no. A-fucking me! I'm not. I'm just talking to you. I'm with someone! We're trying to have a romantic dinner date here. What do you think we're trying to have, huh? So you assholes interrupted okay. us. Hey, my boyfriend's gonna kick your fucking no, ass. He's not. No, he's not. I'm going to the restroom real quick. Okay. And I'll be back. Right after he gets back, he's kicking your ass. Maybe I'll take a shit too. Mm, don't have to. Nah, you never know. I'll push. See you in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's. The, so yeah, they they <laughs> fuck me. I got real Jill vibes off of her. Her yeah, character and writing. It is. It is slightly less annoying for it not being Adam Sandler. <laughs> it really is. It's a lot less annoying for not being Adam Sandler. Yeah. The the the, the first couple of minutes they have this date and uh, she's mm. she's overbearing, um, sort of manic and um, just the, 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 the yeah she's got a big knife. She's done a lot of like, sort of jacking off jokes. Um, she's coming Love on that. strong, and she's sort of hunting for the nug in a Kevin James sort of way, and it's. <laughs> it's very, it's very foreboding for what's what's to come. Um, but David Spade tries to escape. He gets halfway out of a toilet, and then she turns up and um, starts doing a better performance actually. And I start to think, oh, okay, maybe, it's, maybe I'm I'm I'm, I'm confused. Yet. Okay, I'm confused. I, I'm um, subtly aware of the fact that we're not going to be having too many of Sandler's main regulars, so I start to feel better about my chances of being able to watch this movie. But oh boy, here's Nick Svardson. Yeah, oh boy. He's Uh-oh. an HR guy, and uh, yeah, he's 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 snooping on all the data, but he's also a cock. Dude, come on, it's been three months since you went out with that crazy fuck. It was one date, the walking boots off, running shoes on, run to a vagina. 
Well, he he tells him, you know, you should you need to date more. That crazy date from the prologue. That's a weird thing to say. Yeah, but you know, that crazy yeah. date from the prologue. <laughs> that's uh, that was uh, over three months ago. Establishing oh expositional stuff. Um. Anyway, you need to stop watching the affair and uh, go fucking to the plane where you'll meet someone. <laughs> <laughs> to the plane. Get to the chopper, motherfucker. I don't know this movie. And so he goes. <laughs> and on his way out, he says, uh, remember, I'm only a, um, if the dream girl is out there, she can come up to me. I'm only a hello away. And I think, huh, it's kind of a memorable line to say. Oh, it's from the affair. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, the first line I'm, I'm... I enjoyed. Yeah, that would be from something else. <laughs> Great. Well, you got you got to do what you can when um, you're Adam Sandler. So um, he goes to a plane and an attractive lady bumps into him. Yeah. Oh, this is a Happy Madison movie, isn't it? Yes, cool. but okay. I make an incorrect prediction because I write the note, oh, great, great, we're being introduced to the gorgeous women, woman we get to feel sorry for for the next um, hour and 30 minutes. And it's really only five. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the woman I feel sorry for for a long time. It's going to surprise you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they, they start talking because they like, she misses her flight because they mix up their bags. Oh, and, classic. Um, classic movie japes. Oh. Cliché? No, no, no. Classic, classic. Definitely classic, not cliché. <laughs> Class A. And uh, <laughs> so they start talking and they've got so much in common. They don't drink. Um, they've, they've both been cheated on. They don't drink. I get to relate to that for a bit. Yeah. And she goes, the only weird thing is, speaking of things you can relate to, why did you take my James Patterson book and put it in your in your bag? <laughs> but this is my James Patterson book, author of the century, James Patterson. We both read legendary author James Patterson. <laughs> Fantastic. Book with Bill Clinton. You can probably buy it in most cinema lobbies. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely at the WH Smith next door. <laughs> We've got so much in common, so let's have a, a weird fumble for two for a yeah. minute in a janitor's closet that is marked with a sort of emblazoned sign janitor's closet which <laughs> i've never nice. seen before i like that, that. That's, nice. that's a bit of a man with detail. a title yeah take some pride in your work but there is the line okay there's the line where we open a scene with oh those guys are great amazing there's i like all those bands which is great <laughs> they really have you can tell they've grown closer over the summer um and they also share over the bonded the shared experience of disappointing VR concerts. We've all been there. Fuck yeah. What yep. kind of crazy life are the Happy Madison crew living? Hey, everyone will know oh. about this. fucking tits out. So yeah, cut to him <laughs> making out um, in a closet. You're welcome, yeah. dude. <laughs> I got your fucking back, man. What I fucking tell you, what I fucking tell you, if you're in one of my movies, you get to make out with this hottie. And she's standing right there pointing at her in the face. <laughs> This fine piece of ass. <laughs> you want to sign um, up to this, you fucking idiot. So, yeah, he he goes home. Fun. They they have a make out in the closet, but then they really do have to run for flights. And, and then later on, he's in the hotel, and he decides to text her, and he gets her number up on his phone. Uh, yeah. that was very hastily exchanged. And he sends yep. her a text, being like, hey, sweet tits, do you want to come f- f- sit on this? Or something to that effect. And uh, it works. It goes well. And she asks yeah. for a dick pic. Uh oh! Yeah. What's gonna happen? Oh no! So Svarsson well. sees the dick pic and also implies he's seen the nudes that she sent back, which is uh, yes, which is good stuff. We could all hey, remember Soul Man? No, some, some of us moved on from there. <laughs> but you know, to be honest, it's a fucking miracle that Sandler has never blacked up. I can only imagine it just hasn't occurred to him yet. His, his lawyers have probably said it's not worth the the time <laughs> that you could spend making Grown Ups Three. They let him do it and they let him call it Grown Ups Three, but then they just don't release it. <laughs> but every hey, gonna release that fucking movie, you gay lords. He makes five movies a year, and Netflix picks the two. 
that they think <laughs> they can most get away with. Pick the two that don't have blackface in. <laughs> um, he never watches so... it. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> so Jackie Who fucking does? Sandler shows up to um, shows off that sometimes she can get lines in one of these things if she wants. Yeah. And she's playing, a, she's playing a woman who's aggressive in the workplace, so everyone fucking hates her and they call her the Barracuda. And Fuck for yeah. Aggressive fish. Take that, Fuck yeah. women. Take that, Jackie Sandler. Why aren't your tits out, says Adam. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> That's the worst thing. <laughs> so, so, so... Get those thinking tits out. <laughs> he, he came in like Lars von Trier to address the audience, but he was actually screaming at Jackie Sandler. Um, oh, he's, he's such an innovator. There's, there's going to be a big weekend... Retreat thing, which is going to include his ex-girlfriend, who's now dating a chump. That's going to yeah. be awkward. And so he invites his hot new girlfriend along via text. And it was the first time yep. they've seen each other since the airport. But oh shit, he's actually been te- texting Chelsea Panossi this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, whatever that reference is. Uh, it's Chelsea Peretti, but not. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. I get it. I don't know who Chelsea Peretti is, so I think <laughs> I just I just set myself up to fail. Well, if you Google a picture, you'll see that she looks remarkably like this fucking woman. Oh, okay, I'll do Brooklyn that in a bit. And she's married oh, to Jordan Peele. Oh, great. Yeah, good Well, her. Lauren Lacoste has worked with Jordan Peele, so... Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Go get it, girls. There you go. Same person, means. probably. So she wanks him off yeah. under a blanket. Yeah, and in then... front of Jorge Garcia. <laughs> in front of Jorge Garcia. And then tells him it was wonderful. And I just imagine her reading the script and being like, yeah, okay. I could... Let me make this I'm work. Go- I'm going to make this work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make I've this work. I've got to. How's that for a wake-up call? Hmm? Did you not want an upsy-downsy? I'm using lotion. Maybe it's a challenge. Maybe she's just one of those people who really needs to test themselves. You know, does, <laughs> you know, signs up for, like, basic army training and, uh, you know, goes to a country where she doesn't speak the language and agrees to be in an Adam Sandler film. Just the harshest, <laughs> most inhospitable conditions you can possibly subject yourself to. Hey, uh, what's, what's my mo- motivation? Uh, m- motive what? You've got a sleep apnea mask. You wear that. <laughs> Gross. So um, <laughs> I don't wear one of those now. It's it. <laughs> so it's 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 fucking awful um, for everyone involved, mostly her. And um, yeah, they 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 get there, and David Spade's embarrassed. Um, kind, kind of kind of rightly because she's she's done nothing to suggest that she is reliable or dependable or anything but a threat. No, but we'll um, sneak that into a scene later when we need the audience to feel bad for her. But we don't need to start building up pathos now. We want people to think she's ridiculous. Cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, like Nick Swanson. Um, <laughs> we'll cross Nick Swanson when we come to it. And oh fuck, he here here he is. Here he is, and oh my god, it's Army Hammer. Oh no. <laughs> No, it's, no, it's not. It's way not. worse than that. <laughs> These two were freaking engaged. He was the guy before I am now the guy. You know, all that stuff that came out recently where somebody was pretending to be Army Hammer and like messaging women and saying he's a cannibal. Yes, this is why I keep seeing and, headlines saying, no, Army Hammer is not a cannibal. Yeah, um, which wasn't expecting, but 2021, hey? Um, <laughs> this, this is that guy. This is the guy who is cannibal Army Hammer. Um, and, and Sarah Chalks here, who's um, Elliot from Scrubs and the mum from Rick and Morty. Oh, that's and, why I recognised um, her face and voice. Yeah. Oh, great. And, and yeah, and she is the only like believable Happy Madison woman who prefer, like, who I get why she would prefer one of the leading men from Happy Madison to the guy she's currently with. Because <laughs> yeah, David but, Spade. But how the fuck? Like, there's no inner life there that suggests, oh, yeah, I can see. I, I make a note about this later. Where is it? I just saw the word nuanced. <laughs> Spade had a fucking conniption. There we go. Spade and his ex have a scene together, and it's just these people could not write a person nuanced enough to break off her engagement with our lead, but still, symp- but still be a sympathetic person. So they'll just leave it inexplicable. Like the new guy just fucking kidnapped her and tied her to railroad tracks or something. 
That's what it is. It's they can't write like, oh, hey, yeah, I can see why that relationship would work yeah. and why maybe she'd be tempted by this exciting guy. No, he's a dipshit. Well, you know what it is. Women always go for fucking jackass. Isn't that, isn't that right? Isn't that right, J- uh, Jackie, you fucking <laughs> sweet tit? And the guy Jackie's secretly in love with is behind the camera and a single tear rolls down <laughs> both their cheeks. It's, it's Nick Swanson. He's a poet. <laughs> he's um, a poet in real life. He just That's why Adam Sandler must destroy him. So... <laughs> There's some corporate lifestyle bullshit that I just thank God I'm not a part of. And, yeah, um, yeah and, and Svartzen, Nick Svartzen, he shows off the new yeah. Valley Girl delivery he's been perfecting and is willing to deliver every joke in. Dude, that happened to me. I accidentally sent my uncle a dick pic. He saw it, had a stroke. It was awful. It was like a nightmare for our family. Oh, my God. You just deliver it kind of high like this, and then you go really deep at the end. He's got to try something different. you got to try something different when you can't just else. wear buck teeth all the time. And I've tried. And people don't like it. Uh, but then, oh gosh, after he's been bigging up um, his mystery girlfriend, telling lies and whatnot, yeah. the real one turns up, or the wrong one, Uh-oh. Uh, if, if the movie title is anything to go by. <laughs> something, something, double. And, um... <laughs> and trouble, it's Shakespeare. So, yeah. oh look, it's cross-eyed guy from every ha- shitty Adam Sandler movie. Oh, yeah. it actually is. Yeah. Oh. I, I did briefly go, is this an act? And I thought, probably not, Paul. You probably just... To drop it by now, it's probably going to get a bit <laughs> Probably going to get. It is going to get inappropriate, and yet I do feel he is here for that reason. And there is a reference to it later on. So yeah. I'm going to refuse to feel bad about this. I wonder <laughs> if that was one of my good things. Anyway, Shit. let's move on. There is um, some chill island music, and it's so fucking happy Madison that it occurs to me that this is probably the bland bullshit that Adam Sandler uses to kind of anesthetize himself each night <laughs> as he snorts money directly into his brain. <laughs> He got he got trepanned for the for that reason. <laughs> just just thumb it in there, Jackie. Keep those titties out. God. So um <laughs> he <worst>. um <laughs> it's getting horrible. Oh, so man. yeah um thingo uh, Lauren Lapkus she yes. she comes in and she starts she takes over the the proceedings basically she gets yeah. hammered and she she ruins everything for everybody. What what a horrible woman. What uh, a horrible she is. woman who would just what make- a harridan. It's just the worst. And beast. You didn't tell me it was a porker. He's a little pork bite. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You are... She who makes Tim cream his shorts. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a tongue lashing. Not the good kind. <laughs> Where's my tropical itch? I got itchy for my bitchy itchy skitchy hitchy kill. And it's Mrs. Morris. Keep it coming. Jackie Sandler shows up to not have a character, but is it her fault? It's just, it's really nothing being brought to nothing. Yeah. Hey, fuck you, says everyone else to Jackie Sandler. Your character's <laughs> a cunt. How, how dare you? I wish we were a dude. She God, has ideas sometimes. Ew. Yeah. Um, yeah. Miss E Disgusting. jumps off a cliff and turns into a CGI puppet that brutally and yeah. horrifically slams against various cliffside rocks. I love you, Temporary! Shit! Shit! Oh my God! Oh, Jesus! Oh my god! And I try to imagine yeah. finding it funny, and I feel very angry and scared at the world around me. Because <laughs> you're getting old, and uh, <laughs> love it. The world's the world's changing, man. You just gotta. This is the new comedy. <laughs> this is what uh, Mighty Boosh season four is gonna be. This it is, is uh, John Cleese's new. Um, he he was going for like a Curb Your Enthusiasm type thing, but it's just this. Love it. And then um, later yeah. that night, she kind of rapes him. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. 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 I mean, but we've we've been through this pool before, and men <laughs> men can't knock knock. 
Yeah. Please, please consult the three episodes where I did that joke. Um, <laughs> but men, men cannot be raped. And uh, if David Spade were to admit this, Nick Fortum would just headbutt him in the balls and uh, and say, no, I can't see them. I can I can see your your little vag vag, and then that would be the end of that scene, and everyone would just be like, everyone would just oh, sort of go, yeah, I agree. And I feel I really so vindicated ag- in my life and decisions that I've made inside of it. And I feel <laughs> a bit more like the world was a familiar place for me to be in. <laughs> if only, if only, but that's not for us, Paul. Tell that's you what, though, deserve. I wish I had a, a fucking thing like that, huh? Huh? Hey, yeah, if yeah. only, if only the missus would touch me. I, I wish, wish I had someone. I wish. Who'd been- Initiate mm. sexual contact whilst I was asleep. So, yeah, so that's that. All that scene went so well that she um, <laughs> decides to run after their boat as they go to go shark watching. Oh, as a sort yeah. of um, trust, not even a, it's a, just a team exercise it in is, shark it's watching. A team exercise in order for hanging around Rob Schneider is a team building exercise. <laughs> if you can get through this, you can get through any fucking economic slump. <laughs> Um, yes, uh, she does catch up and embarrasses herself on the boat for a bit. Yep. And Spade goes into the ocean in a shark tank where Missy vomits yeah. on them. And a shark yeah. attacks. I think about Jaws for a while and yeah. everybody on the boat dances. I'm not oh. happy. No, I, I mean, I, I get it. This film is the tip of the iceberg, I think. But it, <laughs> it definitely opens you to the possibility that you haven't ever been happy. <laughs> It's a possibility, but hey, things are going to change now because Missy actually saves the boss life with some CPR and, and, and stuff. Yeah. And as an immediate sex joke. Do me next. Any, any pretty lady. Any pretty lady. Do me. It's wide open, anybody. Oh yeah, and, and it goes on as the camera pans out. It keeps going. Oh, it just keeps going. I love that. And you really think, oh, okay, this is where the table's going to turn. But no, that's not yet. That was just a, <laughs> a, a, a that was maybe another joke. If it doesn't move things bridge. on, assume it was a joke. Yeah, you, you, you've just got to at this stage. <laughs> so, um, But David Spade says, you've ruined everything, Missy. Um, you've got to fix this now. The yeah. only way that I'm ever going to fall for you and see you as a, as a human is if you help me um, get further on in my job. Yeah. So, um, well, this is so she after she has made things worse by giving the boss's wife accidentally uh, fucking advice on the marriage, Therapy. which basically came to leave him because he's awful and it's a bad marriage. Uh, don't yeah. worry. That will get fixed later on for the purposes of David Spade's career. Hooray. Yes. So, um, yeah, that happens. She does fix it by hypnotizing him. Yeah. This is after, I think, David Spade encounters the person who is now dating her ex. Fucking, not yeah. Army Hammer. Smummy Hammer. <laughs> um, and he's cheating in the massage parlor because it wouldn't be a Happy Madison movie if the romantic rival wasn't cheating. Yeah, Christ, it's not. So we were watching him earlier going, God, he's so great. What's the catch? <laughs> Wait, how could this possibly go wrong? But don't worry. <laughs> we all remember the wedding singer constantly. So Jesus Christ. But luckily, that's not going to come up again. And that character yeah, will be no. dropped in um, literally yeah. like two scenes time. Literally just here to provide an excuse to have a threesome later. So yeah. how can um, a movie so formless be so formulaic? Oh, God. It's, it's really <laughs> hurting, Paul. I'm, I'm having similar sort of um, energy issues as we did with Escape from Tomorrow last week. <laughs> it's sort of paining me to try and keep up with the lack of yeah. detail and, and, and form. But, you know, I think the, the listeners come to us for that reason. I've they, written Thing with the Boss, and I don't know what that is. So there's a fucking talent show, right? There is a talent um, show. There's some sort of performance dinner thing. And I just thank God I don't work for a bank. Or in a Happy Madison production because it was cringy <laughs> enough. You know, I, I felt I really did feel like this was the worst point of my week. This talent yeah. show. <laughs> well, Jackie Sandler sings. And I don't know how to yeah. feel. 
has been hypnotized to love everything david spade does and hate everything jackie sandler does just like adam sandler and um <laughs> he makes retching noises as she performs and you know tr- just trying to get ahead in her career yeah and um and then then that's over um yeah well very much like the hearty and the naughty there now needs to be a moment where the character who has been codified as just the worst thing that's ever happened needs to suddenly yeah. be sweet and so she's just going to completely change character for a long while so that you can feel yeah. bad for her well, when my dad passed away i was kind of lonely and uh, somebody told me that classes were a really good way to meet people so I signed up for a bunch of stuff and kind of became a jack of all trades that's nice well they, they have a nice conversation where she's kind of kind of normal and well, David yeah, Spade where they wrote her to not be a fucking maniac so that yeah you can develop that pathos you see because we're building yeah. up on the emotional thing now so we really want to get some of that connection that we yeah. haven't bothered to try and uh, instigate earlier. Adam Sandler, he's, he's got a he's got a gatto in his hand. He smashes his face into it and takes a bite, and there's like half left in his hands. And he goes, "Oh, so you can have your cake and eat it." Yeah. Jackie, stand over here. Take that dress off. I'm trying to think and eat. Um, <laughs> I need I need my table. And she comes and crouches backwards <laughs> in the sort of reverse crab walk. It's 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 not worth thinking about. It's one of the worst things that's ever happened to humanity, and it's all at Adam Sandler's house right now. And it's, and it's all in this film. Um, oh hey, the yeah, ex so... plot, the ex fiance plot line, great. Oh, and the oh. other Melissa, fantastic. How awkward great. that David Spade has three women after him. Oh, we're gonna have yeah. a threesome scene. I fucking got you, buddy. Can you believe <laughs> we get fucking paid to do this? I'm not going outside, you fucking moron. I'm gonna fuck both of you. It's about the three of us. But but wait, this is, this actually feels kind of kind of natural with Sarah Chalk and Lauren Lapkus being pr- pretty good actors. I wonder how, are they going to try something genuine here and have some sort of emotional resolution? Oh no, they hit uh, they hit Sarah Chalk a few times. Uh, yeah, she doesn't practice. Oh. 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 Yeah, she doesn't pratfalls and then realizes that it's, maybe she's just going to go. Yeah, um, you know, it's actually one of the most common uh, issues with threesomes is uh, that someone ends up feeling like a third wheel. It's um, it's a really important issue that Adam Sandler is shining light on right now, and that butt with his little light. Oh lights. yeah, yeah, boy! <laughs> you fucking believe this shit? Oh my god, I get paid to do this. Where's, ja- where's Jackie? Jackie? <laughs> Never seen again. Tell me off whilst I do this. So, <laughs> the wife. Yeah, she gets hit in the head. Um, it's page seventy-five of the screenplay, so there needs to be a complication in the relationship. So, uh, Jackie Handler hints at the mix-up that got um, the wrong Missy Jackie here. Jackie the Handler. And then yep. she goes snooping on his phone and finds out the truth. Yeah. Uh-oh. How? Oh, God. Oh, no. Whoopsie-daisies. Is this going to result trouble. in another threesome? No. Because... Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately not. Not this time. Uh, the new girlfriend shows up, and I kind of suspect that the anti-drinking bonding scene earlier was actually meant to be cluing us into the fact that she's not the one. And I feel very sad. Um, no. She's not the one because she didn't get him drinking. She's boring. Yeah. She's fucking boring, Paul. Well, she, look for whatever for whatever reason, Paul. He likes uh, the wrong Missy now. Uh, so the right Missy has now become the wrong Missy, and the wrong Missy the right Missy. What and he tries premise. to explain this by drinking <gasps> six shots of tequila and hand walking off of a bar oh onto a stone corner. The model was the wrong Missy. Oh, oh fuck, <laughs> Swordson. Jesus, robot house. Oh. <laughs> um, 
So he learns that he's actually more attracted to the woman who's not similar to him. Like opposites attract. It's a brand new fucking concept. I wonder none if you've seen um, that movie before. I wonder if he's going to mention that or anything in his apology slash declaration to her in two scenes time. Um, <laughs> looking ahead of the, the Happy Madison template script. Yeah, well, he gets no. himself fired first for no reason. Um, he realizes it's not for him or something. I don't know. Didn't learn anything. Didn't even tell us in exposition. And it was a dreadful weekend. I'd quit that place very quickly. Yeah. I'd have quit it when they suggested a weekend. I'd have quit it when I walked into the office and met uh, Jack, uh, anyone <laughs> when there. fucking I'd have, I'd, was there. I, I withdrew my application um, <laughs> before I applied. So, oh, yeah, he does that. And then he goes to find Thingo. And he, and he, um, he does this, plays the same trick on her, t- saying that he's at the bar wearing a black cap and a black T-shirt. Mm. Turns out it's only fucking vanilla ice. He's got no chance. Not a chance, shrimp dick. Um, she calls him John, which is weird. And then, um, yeah, David Spade turns up because he's like, "Fuck! If I don't step in now, they're going to be fucking each other all night long." My yeah. love of my life and Vanilla Ice. <laughs> and v- Vanilla Ice insults the size of David Spade's penis, and then um, Great, says, stuff. "Look, fair's fair's fair, mate. You claimed her first. She's yours." <laughs> um, oh, I didn't notice that you had your brand on her. So, uh, yeah, I see it now on right, cool. her haunches. So here she is. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, bro. Shrimp dick, dick. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm Vanilla Ice. <laughs> T- touch dicks. Touch it. Touch dicks. Just touch tips? No, don't yeah. touch them. Jesus, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what are you? Just, um, tip, just tips. Just tips. Yeah. Good. Is it, does it feel like ice, ice baby? <laughs> I certainly feel under pressure. So <laughs> they get back together and it's the end. So many loose ends. Yeah. I couldn't care less about any of them. That's it. Yeah. We're out of Great. here. Fuck yeah. So that was oh. the wrong Missy. It was, well, how was it? How did you find it? I found it a bit of a Missy. <laughs> oh, you fucking legend. I'm getting you on Absolute a Twitter friend. twat at Pun King. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a condescending, lazy piece of shit, Paul. Yeah, it was super um, lazy. I mean, we always call these movies lazy, but my God, I can't actually imagine a film being made with less effort than this. Fortunately I mean, for our runtime, we, we covered a whole bunch of the issues in, in our um, comedy plot rundown. <laughs> but um, all, like it, the, the script is just Expedience 101. It's... Yeah. The, the the character is unsympathetic when she, they wanted to be. Yep. She like completely one dimensional both times. She's sympathetic when they needed to be. David Spade is just flat one second, and then he he's suddenly a different guy. And, and yeah, it's whatever they it, need him to be in order to make yeah either a sketch it's work. Like, it's one of those horrible things. Like the Dark which, Knight in much in those respects. Yeah, it reminds me of like a boss in some respects, in as much as um it's all in service of the comedy you know there's no fucking through line here or thing that makes sense it's just fucking whatever makes the gag work and then if you want to have a bullshit emotional moment because it's a movie and i guess for some reason we feel like we have to i mean why not just make a sketch show yeah who gives a fuck at this stage Uh, why it's almost amazing that they're putting the effort in that they are in order to make it yeah. have some sort of through line, why not just have a series of sketches in which a horrible woman ruins um, public settings? Hor- just, horrible woman, poor uh, horrible woman. I will say, she? <laughs> I will say, this is the sort of scene that I would have expected more of in Jack and Jill, of just Jill showing up at like bo- work functions for, yeah. with Adam Sandler and you know being really obnoxious. There's only really one scene of that, and luckily Nick Svardson is there to take most of the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Soak it up, hate sponge. <laughs> But I, I, I say it probably has more of a, th- like, it feels like it has more order than your regular Adam Sandler movie. Maybe yeah. Adam Sandler has slightly less to do with this one, except just produce it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got less angry watching this than I yes. did. This isn't going to be in our bottom I just tens, numb. I don't think. It's, no. I felt less angry. And when you feel less angry, when you don't have that sort of background of rage, you can really just focus in 
on how unimpressive it is and how perfunctory yeah. it is and to- how limited in imagination it is in terms of the jokes it's willing to tell. It's people yeah. shouting or saying the word fuck or lame yeah. sex jokes or people throwing up on each other or pratfalls. I, I will say the two moments that really um, embody that for me are the, the talent show uh. and the and, and then the sort of resolution at the end. The resolution at the end is classic. It's Jack and Jill, similar thing, just completely yeah. weightless. Yeah. You, I was I wanted David Spade if it's this for this to have had any emotional heft at all. You needed David Spade to like address his address his issues or their relationship or or yeah. how he changed. But he gave this bu- like bullshit thing that was parodied in fucking not another teen movie of mm. uh, of just I want to have a knife. I want to be jump off a cliff and blah blah blah. And it was yeah. you could see her coming around to it as he was speaking and yeah. and, and it was just because script. But the other thing was the the talent show, which was just so patronising and mm. weak and saturated with disdain. It was like this feeling of, oh, this will do. Oh, this is good enough for the fucking schlubs out yeah. there. It's it's like a kid's drama piece of just, yeah, oh, and now there's a talent show where everybody can ha- share their feelings. Yeah, I think for me it was the opening sequence of her, that first date that they went on. And they yeah. were just like, okay, how do we indicate that this woman is not for him? And they have no fucking way of doing this subtly or funnily, you know, in a way that is amusing. Yeah. And so they just have her be incredibly crass. Um, yeah. And then the other scene was the f- scene where she has to ruin the party. And again, there's no way of doing this subtly. So she just gets drunk and does various pratfalls. And the thing about the yeah. pratfalls in this is there's such unpleasant... There's something so unpleasant about them. And it's the way with every Happy Madison film. I've never mm. laughed at the way someone falls over in a Happy Madison film. And I think it's just because it feels so overproduced. Yeah. It's always CGI recreations of the person. So it's always fucking grisly and horrible (laughs) in some way. And then it's always... um, Nothing of the person in them. No, and then it's got this horrible sort of crunch and very loud sound effects that sound like it was intended to really play out in a cinema. And it just robs it of any sense of of, of honesty. And of, you know, it doesn't make it... uh, I don't know. It's hard to describe, but it just makes it feel gross. You're sort of homogenizing the fall because you're getting a team to to work on it. It's it's physical comedy, and and you're bringing putting yourself into that performance, and it's everyone could have a different fall, you know, yeah. if they if if they worked on it. And this is what my new charity is about. Um, I've got a lot of teenage interest so far. I'm looking for adults as well. Um, I think it's not <laughs> never too late, but um, you can yeah. all perfect your fall and make it Find just make fall. it special. Find your own fall, everyone. Hashtag. <laughs> um, I, I don't understand Twitter, but um, I will, I will say, I, as much as I, I was very annoyed by Lauren Lapkus in the opening scene, ah. I found myself coming around to her oh, God, quite quickly. Yeah. I agree with every critic. Yeah, because most critics made the point that Lauren Lapkus was um, the sort of saving grace of this film, in the same way yeah. that you know Rose Byrne and um, oh no, I've forgotten her name, the other lady, and she's the boss, mm. or like a boss, whatever it was fucking called. <laughs> Yeah. There it is. All I have to do is type the word like in. Good work, Google. You know who I am. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. That was her name, of course it was. Oh, yeah. Okay. In the same way, they were the sort of thing that worked about. And yeah. it shows how difficult it is for standout performances to work when the script is dog shit. Or, yeah. like, actively annoying. But, no, in the hands of, I don't know, Adam Sandler and Drag, or, I don't know, Salma Hayek or someone, this could have been really, really obnoxious. Um, but yeah. she does have this quirky kind of charm to her. That um the energy that she has, and energy, and again a lack of shame. You know, like that person said, yeah. she's not she's making a fool of herself unashamedly, and I think there's something very infectious about that, and very interesting and, it, and, and exciting. 
Yeah, the the performance, despite the fact that it was completely over the top, it felt like she was in command of it as well. Yeah. Every every time her voice fluctuated when she screamed at at people or at children or whatever, everything felt like she'd gotten it just right. Um, Mm. And it was really impressive. And I I honestly found myself laughing quite a lot at the stuff at at her. Good. I I found myself endeared by her. I don't know if I laughed. But anywho, let's talk about some of those moments. Let's quickfire. Yes, please. Quickfire. So I will say this is probably the least ugly Happy Madison film I've seen. It felt like the cinematographer and director, they had a less aggressively unattractive palette. And aside from Rob Schneider, there wasn't that much in the way of grotesques. You know how the cast in these things are always like grotesques with the bald caps and like fake rubber looking bellies and everything looks a bit like Little Britain. There's not much of that going on. Yes. Different director, maybe? Yeah, I think so. I I think I looked him up. I think he's a somewhat new guy or, you know, well, you know, he's as yet uncorrupted. (laughs) <laughs> uncorrupted yet I mean, he's just a background fucking dude it doesn't really matter who directs these things who gives a shit true you know Adam Sandler um, doesn't yeah there weren't too many garish shots of the resort either there was a couple of sweeping there were a few that clearly shots, came but... from like the screensaver of the fucking televisions <laughs> in the hotel rooms but apart from yeah. that yeah it was mostly they didn't do yeah. too many establishing shots certainly nothing as obnoxious as the Royal Caribbean fucking thing in Jack and Jack oh yeah yeah, I, like I said, I, I, I'd liked a sad comic look that David Spade had, at least for the, especially the first third of the movie. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I would, I'd be interested to see him in an indie movie. You know, Sophia Cobbler's doing something, maybe. Um, <laughs> just put him in there, see what he can do. Cause... He's softly spoken, and he's got this very odd look about him. He always mm. has done, really. He's always been an odd-looking certain kind of gent. And in this, yeah. yeah, there's something very slight about him. He does feel like a bit like... For any British people watching, John Richardson energy, sort of, too. Yeah. There's a, there's a moment when he gets a, um, the one that sticks in my mind the most is when he gets the number from um, Melissa at the beginning. Um, and he just goes, he either just goes, yes, or fuck yeah. And he looks so happy. Yeah, it came across really well. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'll say this. I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention as much or was just, you know, mm-hmm. low, on a low speed. I didn't actually see the twist coming. But, um, I knew that something had happened with the phones because she did really quickly put it in there. But I didn't then think, oh, he's actually texting her. For whatever reason, I didn't think that. And so it did surprise me when she... Well, I got it as yeah. she showed up and I was like, oh, of course that's happened. And, uh, you know, okay. It puts me at the same intellectual capacity as the average Adam Sandler viewer at this stage. But as a result, the dawning horror is he realized that the, this he didn't have the relationship he thought, you uh, know, that he thought he had had this really profound and you know, meaningful connection with someone and hadn't. That, yeah, yeah. I kind of hit. Yeah, cool. Yeah. There, there were a couple of hints throughout the movie, but I do understand that it's impossible to pay full attention to this. <laughs> the first 20 minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, look, there was a, a Nick Swardson thing uh, that I liked. Um, oh, it wasn't yeah. necessarily something that he did. It was probably, the, it was a script more than anything. God, I'm so shit. The setup is that Nick Swardson spies on everyone's... I know, I know, but what can you do? Um, work with what we've got. The setup is that Nick Swardson spies on everyone's data as head of HR. Um, and he, you know, he gets David Spade to text Melissa to ask her to this work thing. And Spade's sitting there nervously, and then he gets a text. And the exact second he opens it up, Nick Swardson comes in from the other room. Like, she said yes! And it was just a nice payoff from like the, the references to him spying on everyone's data. That finally yeah. he's waiting for this text... But before he can even really process it, Nick Swanson already knows. Yeah. I, there was, was a was, similar really moment later on where um, I didn't get a chance to read it. It went quite quickly. But he, 
he gets some text where I think the wrong uh, where the the Missy chick that you know the main character yeah she texts him saying I don't want to speak to you again and then immediately from above another message from a different <laughs> app comes yeah. down saying you know from Nick Vardon saying that's cold dude or something like that which, yeah it's like oh rage or something yeah yeah, yeah so that's quite yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I like the boss very smoothly batting away the coffee that's offered to him by his fucking assistant on the mm. boat. He, he, it gets held out for a long time, and he sort of moves his hand out and then just bats it away, and then comes back down again. And it's a nice little yeah. movement. Well, that's Jared Sandler and um, the, the, <laughs> the 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 assistant, and I I liked the way he dealt with the coffee after that because he kind of it's a weird angle like a MySpace angle on him. And he just pauses for a minute looking awkward and then he just walks away drinking the coffee. Yeah. It was good good comedic timing. Okay, uh, Rob, uh, whilst we're humiliating ourselves, a Rob Schneider line I quite liked. Um, okay. So he, Rob Schneider's introduced as the captain of this boat and he comes forward and he just says, There's sharks all over this goddamn place. And we hold on him for a bit. And I think, mm. oh, that's quite funny to hold on him after saying that. But then realize, no, we're holding so that the audience can process and finish laughing at the fact that he's missing fingers from one of his hands. Oh, okay. So that sucked. But the line, there's, there's sharks all over this goddamn place, is quite good. Okay. Just the idea of a, a captain who's fucking terrified of this job, but still takes out <laughs> tourists, is quite amusing. There's There's been a long-running thing where the receptionist at the hotel is intimidated by Missy, because obviously for the first half she's written to be mm. an absolute witch. and oh, yeah. um. Uh, but later on when David Spade's going to check out he's sort of being nice with him and just talking and asking how things are going and then Missy yeah. turns up and he just goes oh fuck and leaves and yeah. <laughs> the, the, the reaction and again timing was great I yes it was quite good but it did just really make me aware of how much of the dialogue in this movie is just something like oh fuck there you are oh fuck it's, yeah. it's a lot and I don't, you know what I've been watching and I know that we have slightly different views on this, but I've been watching um, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. And I yes. fucking loved it. I've watched it twice through this week. Um, yeah, right. And it's hard to... Because some of the humor you could actually maybe describe as similar. There's a lot of swearing. Yeah. There's a lot of yelling. There's, there's a fair few sex jokes. Um, I guess part of it is that Auntie Donna feel like outsiders. You know, yeah. they feel like alternatives. And they've got great editing and they've got a great sense of rhythm to jokes and... You know, it's also got a sense of I think of it's silliness. done knowingly, isn't it? Yeah, there's a sense of um, silliness to it that I don't think yeah. Madison can have. And it's, there's a sense that it's very self-deprecating rather than outwardly yes. deprecating of other people. And, 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 and usually if there's um, a moment like that, it's usually feeding into something bigger. Yeah. Um, whereas whereas with this, it's just, oh, I said fuck, that's the joke. Yeah. like um, there's a You'll have like a bit on the couch, for example... Where someone's like, yeah. oh, it's, it, maybe it's um, it's kind of like a modem. It's like, I know how a modem works, you fuck! And it's it's yeah. funny because of how inexplicable it is that he would suddenly be yelling. Yeah. You know, and you'd have a similar moment in Happy Madison, but you would feel like you were being made to laugh at the person being shouted at because they're yeah. the pathetic <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, there's there's a real difference. Yeah. For the, for the, for the record, I, I, did, uh, I did like an awful oh, lot yeah. of Auntie Donna. It's not like, I just wanted to make sure they didn't come across oh, as, sure, I love it, and you're a fucking soulless husk. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the opening to that series is one of the best things I've ever fucking seen. Everything's a drum. Life. Everything's a drum. Yeah, yeah it's somewhere oh between God. Everything's a Drum and um, what's the second episode opening? Um, Morning, Morning Brown. Brown. Yeah, those, <laughs> I keep fucking thinking of Morning fucked Brown. Fucked all night and a fucked night long. <laughs> yeah. Because I um, too was fucking, fucking all night long. <laughs> oh, fuck, it's great. We'll have to talk about this after yeah, we record. But, um, okay, um, the shadow puppetry, I'll say. I yeah. quite liked it. As much as shit as that fucking concept is of having a talent show some of the shadow puppetry of people making the letters is quite good 
Mm. And it was then just an excuse to have somebody's butt in somebody else's yeah. face. But fuck and it. they spelled well, shart like... instead of short, but... <laughs> ah, <laughs> Jackie, you seeing this? Um, <laughs> She's just texting her lawyer. <laughs> when Sarah Chalk goes to speak to Missy, um, and Missy asks her in, and she's asking asking her if Tim has any perversions, the door closes on Sarah Chalk's face uh, in a in a Godfather sort of way, <laughs> in the door closing on Michael Corleone's wife. <laughs> it was it was it was very daunting. Yeah, um, um, I liked that. That's good. Um, I like the bit where they're they're about to have the threesome, and she asks, "Did you get the weed?" And he says, "Kinda," because he got weed toothpaste. Yeah, and it yeah. then cu- immediately hard cuts to the three of them s- cleaning their teeth in the bathroom, and that was that was quite good. Yeah, it was quite quite a cute thing to cut to. Yeah, um, I did like that. And 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 do you know what? There is something about the way when david spade walks back into the room and sees missy and sarah chalk on the bed and they're they're drinking wine or champagne or whatever it is the women do the way (laughs) the way that they're sat on the bed and then they turn to david spade and look at him in that moment it effectively communicated to me that they were going to have a threesome yes i got the hint very early on (laughs) yeah and what a powerful uh visual filmmaking there (laughs) that's what pure cinema can do you never jesus christ you always know when there's a threesome coming in hitchcock (laughs) Because he says it. Yeah, um, it's, when, it's about it's when he says take. <laughs> take, cut, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> take, that's take. what director say at the end of the fucking shot. And that's a Poke take. The cock. <laughs> um, I, I guess that's what happens when you put two genuinely good actors on screen together. Yeah. You start to, you start to know what they're thinking and what they want to do. <laughs> wow. It's really ruined what could have been a genuinely good scene. <laughs> okay. Uh, my last one before the final thing. Is yeah. that um, at the very end, there's quite a good cut where they're sort of kissing and it's the romantic moment. And then we cut mm. to a wide at the restaurant and it's just a fucking yes. restaurant. I got a chai smoothie for JJ. <laughs> and it, yeah, that's, yeah, which is a perfectly shit line to end the movie on. Um, yeah, I And really that was like quite that. good. Yeah, one of the thing before the last thing thing, 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 thing. <laughs> um, when, when David Spade gets hammered and hand stands off the building um, because they didn't have a way to sort of segue to the moment when he tells mm. the right Missy that he's fallen for the wrong Missy. Um, when he tells her, I really liked that the other Missy just wasn't that bothered. He's like, yeah, I barely know you. We made out in a janitor's closet. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It's I'm, like, I'm, I'm not going to fucking pull the wedding singer yeah. on you and get really angry right now. I don't know who you are, so fuck it. Yeah. I've got to come here for I free. Was... Bye, bitches. And she walked off set. <laughs> With a bag of money. <laughs> hey, hang on, someone has my... Hey, hey, Jackie, you seen this shit? And she's going with her. Yay! Run! <laughs> run, run women. <laughs> run all oh. women. Run away from Adam Sandler. <laughs> Make greener grass too. You can do it. <laughs> all right, well, that brings us to the, our final thing then. It's the last thing. Jingle? You jingle? <laughs> um, If I have time. <laughs> Last thing, if not, I'll do it. Uh, yes, we're gonna we're gonna have Lauren Lapkus as the. Um, yeah. Why does the name Lauren Lapkus mean something to me? I feel like it's been said in something. Oh well, there's no time to figure Multiple that out. Multiple times throughout this episode. Yeah, that'll be it. Fuck yeah. Who you dissociated for the last hour? <laughs> that was a really funny show those guys did. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, she's great. She's got really good facial comedy. Um, she's yeah, she's quite. She's got good comedic timing. Good delivery. Yep. 
bad jokes for the most part, but every so often when she just has to say something like, you know, my boyfriend's going to kick your fucking ass, you know, has to yell yeah. it. Hey, my boyfriend's going to kick your fucking no, ass! He's no, he's not. Then, or, fucking ass. Yeah. or have a good shit, my man. Have a good shit, my man. Thank you. What she's <laughs> um, yeah. thing. And then when she's giving the hand job and it pans over to reveal her face as she's giving the hand job, we're just giving him like yeah. a big, big, big eyed, wide grin. That's that's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, there's a lot of the the energy for one thing was was pretty beguiling. It was pretty impressive, um, just how much she was able to invest in this role. Yeah. Um but yeah, physically and unless she became a CGI falling blob physically i loved it yeah facial expressions timing just just all gone it down it's you know and you know i I messaged you during the movie i I really felt like i was watching a sort of a new form of mega acting um (laughs) and you know you know when nick cage gets it right and you get the feeling that he's in full command of his skills yeah Uh, that's what this felt like um (laughs) except that she didn't have a great script or premise she was just trailblazing cool um, one moment I'll choose is again at the beginning just before she says my boyfriend will kick your fucking ass is that they're talking and she suddenly goes stop I fucking me and then <laughs> it cuts to sort of over David Spade's shoulder yeah and you realise that she's talking to um, oh yeah that's dude right. that was... David Spade had already gotten into like his bad books with yeah I was trying um, to figure out how that scene ended because I remembered it and I was like wait how did that go and why was she doing it oh that's right she was talking to Jason Momoa that's yeah right. Oh, yeah. not Mo. Yeah, she was great. I I I read that um some of the stuff she did was improv, which is cool. Oh, that's um, but it's I like Daniel not... Harris bringing herself down to the fucking Rob Zombie level. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got on the short bus. Yeah, oh god, um, she sure did. And speaking awful. of that short bus, can we ride it to the OG team? <laughs> um, I believe we can, especially because OG team is population zero. Oh no, nobody's seen this horrible film and not even Nick wants to come forward and justify think, what he did. Yeah, do you know do you know what actually? I did ask Nick for a for a good thing and I think he, he gave me something that was not very good. He he doesn't listen to the to, to the show very much. You can't blame him, he tries hard. <laughs> um He's got big problems to worry about. He's got fucking wolves out there. That's true. Moors are a just horrible, horrible, unforgiving place. <laughs> Various lovers uh, shouting at each other across the wind swept landscapes. I mean, that just keeps you up all oh. night. And they get in the uh, bins. Oh, and they get in the bins. And he lives in the bin now after watching this movie. The, he said, uh, the good thing is I've successfully erased most of it from my memory. So oh, that's, um, not that's, a, that's not a thing we accept. It, it's a difficult response. And, and Nick, you're just going to have to you're just gonna have to call me when you think of something. I don't <laughs> care what time of day it is. You, you, you're just going to have to scream it into my yeah. ear until it bleeds. At which point um, you can resume the friendship. I until think then. we've got a good thing going, man. <laughs> Until then, that was the one better thing. That was not the one better thing. That was the OG team. (laughs) This is the one better thing, motherfucker. The one better thing. Uh, Paul, what's your one better thing? It's uh, On the Rocks, the latest Sophia Coppola movie. Oh, fuck, I was going to have that as well. Oh, were you? Yeah. Um, The the island scene at the end, you know, very much. Yeah. It's fine, I have a backup. It's good that I went first because I don't. Uh, So Bill Murray and Rashida Jones star, um, also with a surprisingly lovely performance from Marlon Wayans. Um, oh, yeah, about a young yeah. mother in a rut who suspects her husband Wayans is cheating on her. Uh, this mm-hmm. idea is sort of nurtured by a dad, Bill Murray, who is himself a philanderer and a relentless schmooze and someone who seems to really get women in his overbearing way, um, mm-hmm. despite, you know, to the, the frustration and disbelief of his daughter. Um, <laughs> it looks a lot of dealing with male attitudes to gender and power, but yeah. also in that Sophia Coppola way captures the banality of routine and 
frustrations around creativity. Yeah. Um, but it's a well-observed and charming little film. And um, if you're looking for a, a good alternative to The Wrong Missy, maybe this isn't it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it is a much better film. I think it is. I think if you're looking much. for something funny that has um, stuff about sort of relationships and, you know, misunderstandings and such. And I think you could, yeah, I think On the Rocks is a pretty solid, solid yeah. watch. And it also stars Jessica Henwick as the uh, potential cheaty. Ah. And Jessica Henwick I've become somewhat obsessed with. I've fallen in love with her. You might know her as oh, Colleen Wing from Iron Fist. Or Nymeria Sand, oh. who was massively sidelined in Game of Thrones. She was in yes. eight episodes. Jesus Christ. <sighs> and she'll be in The Matrix enough. 4 when it comes out. Oh, great. And she's going to be great. She's in The Force Awakens. She's like one of the pilots. She dies yeah. when the um, thing explodes in The Last Jedi. Like the X-Wing bit. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, But my backup, one better thing, is Evil Under the Sun. Yeah, it's a fucking mm. Poirot film. That's where I've gone. Mm. Um, basically, it's set on a hotel on a remote island. And so this okay. you know, kind of reminded me of it. It's yeah, a Poirot. You know, there's a bunch of people. There's one person who everybody fucking hates and everyone has a reason to kill. And she gets killed. Oh, boy. Kill Surprise. <laughs> and Poirot has to figure out how kill it surprise. happened. Kill Surprise. Everyone has to figure out how this happened when everybody seems to have an alibi. And it's just, it's really pretty. It's directed by Guy Hamilton, who did a lot of the early Bond films. And um, oh, okay. it's Peter Ustinov in his second outing as Poirot. Um, a really great uh, cast. Not Maybe not quite as um, star-studded as you've seen before, but we've got Diana Rigg and Maggie Smith and uh, Jane Birkins in there, Ronnie McDowell, James Mason. <laughs> so, you know, not as many... Big actors as fucking yeah. Murder on the Orient Express, which had everyone in the seventies in it. Um, yeah. Nevertheless, it's just a really fun movie. It's gorgeously shot, and it's just you want to spend some time in that hotel. And it's a clever little yeah. murder story as well, because of course it's you know Agatha Christie. So yeah, Evil Under the Sun. Check it out. Wonderful. Now. And I really wish someone had been murdered in this fucking film. Mm-hmm. Except for my uh, long-suffering sense of goodwill to men. <laughs> It's it's real. It's hanging in there. You got to admire it. <laughs> it's on life support. It's got its own Pixar movie now. <laughs> It'll be okay. The one better thing. Well, Paul, how can people find out about the Pixar movie they're making about us? Well, first off, uh, they can check the uh, independent movie made by uh, the guy who did God's Own Country about Nick McKenna, who lives on the moors now in a bin. <laughs> um, thank you so much for the recommendation. It was um, kind of eye opening and. Uh, <laughs> At least now I know about more about Lauren Lapkus instead of just being annoyed by her in Holmes and Watson. Um, I, I hope you're doing okay on the moors, my friend. Um, yeah. If anyone wants to send a, a song and a prayer on the wind, um, then he'll hear it if he comes out of his house at midnight, I've been told. Yes. Uh, if, uh, also, but, just briefly before you do the other stuff, I have now finally had confirmation from Lucy May Clipton that it was her who recommended um, Escape from Tomorrow. Um, she's uh, taken me off of the block contact list. And um, <laughs> sewn my picture back into all of the pi- all of the photos, and um, yeah, so we'd like to thank you for that recommendation um, because Great. Escape from Tomorrow was very interesting. It certainly was. What a couple of interesting films we've had. Interesting to- films. And if you want to spend some more interesting time in the moors of our lives, uh, which is this <laughs> podcast, you can uh, you can find out more about it on Twitter and Facebook. Only really though, because uh, we mostly just put out the calls for the OG team. Um, asking for good things about uh, these terrible, terrible films we see. Um, haven't yet shared anything deeply personal on the Twitter, but maybe... No, save that for Patreon. I was going to say, 
we do save we do save it all up for Patreon and let it spill out, especially in the last several weeks where we've yeah. been uh, going off the questions from lovely man Brett Goldstein's lovely podcast, Films to be Lovely Buried With, um, <laughs> where we've been talking about films as a sort of um, pretense for talking about things like when we lost our virginity and how and why. <laughs> why? For the love of God. Yeah. So gross. Um, so for as little as a dollar a month, you can get exclusive access to this content, uh, including all of our pause pitches, such as the Game of Thrones and X-Men and Star Wars pitches, and um, Fifty Shades of Paul, a sort of erotic series Ooh. that uh, is uh, currently in progress, uh, <laughs> and some other things I've been told by me and uh, by the other me. Yeah. And I'm also in the latest season of Roll to Cast, where yeah. I play a Frenchman, of all things. Ugh. Um, it's going very well. People have said yes. I'm listening. <laughs> I've heard it. It's audible. <laughs> no, no, we love audible. that. Yeah, big big fan of that. What a <laughs> roaring success. Huge uh, number one podcast. So yeah, <laughs> million um, dollar podcast. I'm Paul Gwen. I'm a million dollar podcast. <laughs> and remember, one good thing about the wrong Missy is Lauren Lapkus. Yeah.